What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. Got a very cool guest. So sit back, relax, and tune in. She's an author, inspirational speaker, and self-proclaimed spiritual activist dedicated to leading an intentional life and her mission of healing the world one person at a time. Please welcome Sarah Webb. Sarah, thanks for joining us today. I'm super excited for this conversation. Thank you so much. I'm excited to speak with you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoy all of your episodes and you're so dynamic. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh my goodness. Well, we'll hold, let's keep that dynamic uh, going because you know you have got a lot of stuff going on and I loved our conversation so far. First, I want to talk about your book. You are a poet. I'm a poet. I also write straight prose. And in fact, this poetry book is a lot of prose. It's not the traditional rhyming that you might think of. I think a lot of people misunderstand poetry, but people love memes and yeah. people love quotes on Instagram and all forms of social media, which that's just poetry. It's just the act of expressing a lot within a very short period of time or just a few words. And I can be quite verbose, as you may or may not have noticed in the few minutes that we spent together already. And so I started a few years ago to challenge myself to be very brief. Okay. And this is a result of just some really deep work that I've done in my own personal healing journey through meditation. And they, you can read the entire book. It's 55 poems. You can read the whole book in less than an hour. And but I've had a lot of people who have done reviews for me who say they just want to keep on going back to certain ones of them. You know, it, it's yeah. just little snippets. You know, you kind of want to sit with it like a cup of coffee after yeah. you read a couple of them. I love poems. And, you know, like I mentioned, I've written quite a few in my life. And I, it, for me, it was like when I started start out when I was like 13, very young, I had an abusive father. So it was a, a way for me to release a lot of those feelings, you know, and what I was going through. And it kind of, it kind of, I went, I kept writing up until, I don't know, I still write like little poems here and there for my fiance, but nothing like I used to, because I was, you know, I was so conflicted and I had, I had been, I went through so much abuse that it was a way for me to put a lot of those feelings down on paper. So I really appreciate someone who has, you know, published a book on poetry. So I, what was your motivation to getting those words out there? Well, you spoke to it. I think that it's cathartic and when I was meditating, I've been meditating for 20 minutes twice a day for the past six years. It's the act of meditation that allowed me to reach some of the subconscious realms of myself, of my personal history, of my past, of my trauma. Yeah. And during meditation, I would literally just have poems dropped into my head. And I mean, I was on a plane going to my honeymoon. This was about eight months ago. I've been married for about eight months. And I couldn't Very even finish nice. meditating. I got, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I, I just had all these poems that just kept on getting dropped into yeah. my consciousness. I had to stop and pull out my notebook that I carry with me constantly and, and write them down. And the poetry is just, like I said, this short form. I, I'm an inspirational speaker. I coach women individually, private coaching. And this is just another avenue to get into people who maybe are not super active on or 
ingesting social media, if you will, because I'm very active on Instagram and put out a lot of reels and speak on my story and share inspirational quotes. I've shared a couple of my poems on there. But in any case, you know, this is just another avenue to get to reach people because I think that we're all healers. Yeah. It's just a matter of tapping that guru inside and being able to find the kind of healing that works for us. And, and I'm a firm believer that meditation is medicine for everyone. Yes, I agree. I think meditation is very powerful and, you know, it's, it's hard though to get into that space, but we're, well, I digress. Let's, uh, let's get into a little bit. So you mentioned you're an inspirational speaker. And so um, what got you into speaking? Cause that's very, you can, you're very brave. <laughs> I, I, that's like on my bucket list, but I'm like, oh my God, I, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Jerry Seinfeld has a little bit and he talks about how you know, most people would rather die than they'd rather be in the casket casket than to give the eulogy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's this really deep-rooted fear for most people. There is a physiological reason for this, actually. It's because when you see a pair of eyes staring at you, like if you go back to when we were just out on the flora and fauna hunters and gatherers, right? If you see a pair of eyes staring at you, that could be an animal that wants to eat you or a tribes person that's going to invade. And so when you see all of these eyes staring at you, there's a physiological response. And we think that we're in danger when we're really not. Yeah. But to answer your question, I have been speaking for most of my life, actually. I sang in the choir at church and sang on stage as a solo for the first time at 10 years old. I participated in beauty pageants from the age of 14 on. I was Miss Louisiana Teen USA. I was first runner, but Miss Teen USA on a national. So, But that's just where it started. And then I became a spokesperson Then I became a high school teacher, and then I was a recruiter, and then I formed a foundation. And when I became a financial advisor a few years ago, right before the pandemic hit, I started speaking, just giving financial literacy tips to people. And when the pandemic hit, they put the kibosh on us being able to do anything. So I pivoted to Zoom, and I spoke about self-care. I spoke about what I do for myself. Yeah. And I just found such joy in doing that. Yeah. That I said, you know what? I'm going to be strategic and I'm going to plan my exit and I'm going to do this full time because I've I've been in Toastmasters since 2015 and it's like this really nerdy thing about me that I just love words. I call myself a wordy. Yeah. And so, yeah, th- this is just a natural outgrowth of everything that I've always been and I absolutely love it. I love the planning aspect. I love doing private events, big conferences, and I you know, it's just I think it's in me. Yeah, no, I love it. I was looking at some of your pictures on your website and I was like, look at her. She's so dynamic and powerful on that stage. Yes. <laughs> so now let's let's move into your self-proclaimed spiritual activist. And I know like before we start recording, you you know, more of like a coach, but you are you consider you consider yourself a little bit different. Cause I you're correct what you said before. Uh, every coach is different. I talk to a lot of coaches, a lot of authors, and it's very interesting to me like how every coach I talk to is so different from the other one. It's way, it's very cool because I can never get enough of talking to him because I always learn something. Right. And so, you know, there is, there's an audience for everyone. And I know a lot of my coaches have gotten clients from the show. So 
Can you tell us what that means to you and what your perfect avatar looks like that would be your client? I mean, the perfect avatar is a woman who is ready for change. I call myself a spiritual activist because I just don't think that coach really fits it. I think that a lot of people consider coaches as maybe they're only working on one specific thing, or they might think that you have to hire this coach for three years in order to have very much change, but it's a 13 week program. And there's a beautiful poem that I'll send you personally, but basically the ideal avatar for me is someone who is ready to get out of victimhood and recognizes that they have been in victimhood and you know, it's, it's this, it's not my fault. It's your fault. It's their fault. It's this situation, but they're ready to recognize that, okay, I'm going to take responsibility for my life. I'm going to take responsibility for my choices, my actions and my future. Cause really it doesn't matter what happens to us. Yeah, It matters how we respond to it. There's a great Buddhist Zen Buddhist saying about how, you know, somebody can give you a gift Yeah. And that could be a box of hot coals Mm -hmm. and you can choose to not take it or you can choose to light your fire with it. You know, it's like, it's all about in our response and that takes training. And I believe wholeheartedly that meditation is the key to that. And I'll tell you why. Okay. There's a biological and neurological reason why meditation works. Yeah. all around us at every single moment, there are billions of bits of data. And the human brain is pretty phenomenal. It can process around 11 million bits per second. Wow, but huge. But we're only conscious of between 40 and 50 of those 11 million bits on average. Wow. Let that sink in. That's that means crazy. that we're conscious of about 45 out of the 11 million bits that our bodies, our brains and bodies are receiving. I did the math for you. <laughs> we are conscious of 0.04% of everything that's available to our brains and bodies. 99.96% of everything that's coming into our brains and our bodies at every single second is being processed by the subconscious. This is how we have gut feelings, how we know things, how the hair stand up on the backs of our necks. One more statistic, and then I'm going to tie them together. Inside of our bodies, we have 11 million sensory receptors. Mm. 10 million out of the 11 million sensory receptors are directly connected to our sight. Mm. So how do you access the 99.96% of information? You shut off 10 million of your 11 million sensory receptors and go inside. Mm. And it's just, it has to do with us reaching the brainwave states that are common to sleep, but that we will not access in our waking, in our beta brainwave state, unless we go into a body asleep, mind awake state. So you cut off the senses largely through the eyes, right? Right. And that's how the information bubbles up. That's how we begin to experience things in a very new way. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something, oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit 
for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and how does someone, you know, if they've never meditated before, but they really want to, you know, because we are so busy, you know, we get so yep. easily, you know, the shiny thing is squirrel, you know, like we just are all <laughs> over the place. So how does someone step into that space and start to really focus and begin to meditate? Great question. I'm going to be a little hard. Okay. There's really Good. no excuse because it's available everywhere. If you pop on YouTube and look up meditation, millions of hits, absolutely free. There are apps like Insight Timer, Headspace. Personally, I practice transcendental meditation. You can go to tm.org. I don't teach it. I'm not being paid to say that. It's yeah. just what has worked for me personally. It does cost money. There's a teacher involved. It's a four-day course, two hours each. And you're given a personal mantra. But there's lots of mantra meditations out there that are free, that are available. Like I said, YouTube, these different apps. You can go to a yoga studio. You can go to a Buddhist temple. They do walking meditation, sitting meditation. I mean, there's so many thousands of different kinds of meditation. It's just a matter of finding the kind that works for you. Some of the most effective are just breath work because our breath, as we say in yoga, I'm a certified yoga teacher, is our life force. We call it our prana. Literally, when you are born, if the baby comes out and does not breathe, sorry. And that's the thing that leaves us, right? And, and we're pronounced no longer here. And if you think about it, we can survive for weeks without food. Yeah. A few days without water, but only minutes without our breath. Yeah. And so when we are under stress as humans, we tend to breathe from this top portion of our lungs. Mm -hmm. which is great if you're actually being chased by a tiger or a tribes person. It's, it's pushing all your blood to your extremities so you can fight or yeah. flee, which is yeah. wonderful. But that's not great when it's traffic and our spouse and our boss and our kids and yada, yada. Right. So it's just teaching us to breathe from the full capacity of our lungs so that we can oxygenate our hearts and oxygenate our brains and be able to think more succinctly, be able to experience life in a more full way. And, and it's just that focus on the breath, which is not TM at all. Like I said, it's a, oh, it's a mantra perfect. based, but it's very, very easy to just try to fill your lungs completely. I teach in a lot of my workshops this box breath where you inhale to the count of four, hold to the count of four, exhale to the count of four, hold empty to the count of four. And if you're going through something and you just sit down and do box breath, it's amazing what will happen. You yeah. get out of the story and into your body because yeah. so few people live in the now. They live in the future or the past. They live in anxiety or depression. And sometimes people toggle between both. But if we can just get into our bodies and say, okay, what's going on? All right. I feel something in my knee. I'm going to breathe into that. I feel something weird, a fluttery in my heart. I'm going to breathe into that. It's just yeah. that body awareness. So, so powerful. Yeah, that is very powerful. Well, I'm a big believer. I, I love to do yoga. And, you know, I I have a different type of meditation. Like when I'm working out, I just kind of really just focus in on what I'm doing at the moment or like when I'm cleaning the house, just try to clean, clear all my thoughts and just 
be in the present moment and, you know, and that's my way of meditating. So, you know, I know there's many different ways, but for anyone that's listening, you know, there are a lot of resources out there, or you can sign up to work with Sarah, you know, so (laughs) you check her out. Where can people find you and connect with you? You can see me on my website as well as I'm primarily on Instagram. They are one in the same as far as handle or link online. It's Sarah Webb says, S-A-R-A-W-E-B-B-S-A-Y-S. So sarahwebsays.com or my handle on Instagram is sarahwebsays. And you can get in touch with me in any way through my DMs or you can contact me on my website. You guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So go follow her on Instagram, number one. Number two, go check out her fabulous website and check out everything that she's all about. She does. And um, if you feel connected to what she's sharing today, don't hesitate to reach out and at least start a conversation. So you mentioned workshops. So before we start bringing things to a close, what kind of workshops do you offer? I do online workshops. I do workshops in yoga studios here in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I mean, I'm really working primarily one-on-one with clients these days. I find that the workshops are useful, but because of the trauma that I've experienced, it's sometimes better. People want to actually have a more private, um, I've healed from a very deep trauma that occurred 14 years ago. It was a multi-man rape and I have completely forgiven every single one of them. Using meditation, deep hypnosis. I did work with a transpersonal hypnotherapist here in St. Petersburg who was amazing. And, you know, I'm I'm a different person. I don't have to live with that anymore because it's just like they say anger is like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Whew, that was good. It, hey, it's not mine. It's just I've never same. heard I've never heard that before, but that was good. I like that. Wow. Well, if you think about it, like when we're driving, I see people, I've you know been in the car with people, or I, I even see it sometimes. People get so angry. So the car is a nice analogy because there's literally a separation. But if you extrapolate this out into your life, so think about like when you're in the car, let's say somebody pulls out in front of you. Yeah. And you're like, ah, I can't believe you. I'm running late. You almost hit my kid, whatever it is. Yeah. You don't know what's going on in their lives. Maybe they have terrible peripheral vision because they have cataracts. Maybe they're old. Maybe they're on the way to their wife's going to deliver a baby. You just never know. But you or anyone sitting there fuming about it, what's happening with this other person? Yeah. Who maybe didn't mean, or maybe they did mean to pull. It doesn't matter. Your nervous system your body is being flooded with cortisol and with all kinds of negative things that are not going to be easily shaken off. Yeah. But if we can, and, and so it's the same way. It doesn't matter if it's our boss, something like traffic, our spouse, like it's only our bodies that are going to <clears throat> affect it by our anger. Yeah. And if you really look at anger closely, you know, they say that there are four core emotions, anger, sadness, fear, and love, or joy, happiness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Anger is usually sadness or fear, typically fear, but it could be sadness too, because anger is something where we feel like we're in control. We can hit something. We can tell somebody off. We feel powerful. But yeah. if you lift up anger, 
usually there's something else underneath there. Oh, for sure. There's a violation. And so anger, I argue, is actually not a core emotion. It might be a quick thing that we go to. A reaction, perhaps. Not a core emotion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But not actually something. Because really underneath there, there's hurt, usually, in some way. Oh, that was good. Um, so before we say, say goodbye, any uh, any last words of wisdom or advice that you'd like to leave with the audience? Well, I would just encourage everybody to find the kind of meditation that writes for you, that works for you. I, I say just try it, keep at it, and be consistent because really meditation is magic. And I think that most people are afraid. They're afraid they're not doing it right. They're afraid that of what they're going to uncover. And if you just find a safe space, whether that's an online community, an in-person community, a personal teacher, and I do guided meditation with my clients, you know, they're very deep embodiment because a lot of times we get so, like I said, in the head instead of what am I experiencing? What am I feeling? You know, it's just about finding the kind that works for you. And if you look throughout history, some of the greatest minds meditate because they're able to access parts of their brains and parts of their experience that, that a lot of people who are not doing that are unable to access. Beautiful. Yes. I meditate. (laughs) That is the the word for the day. So go and meditate, but no, seriously, you guys go check out uh, Sarah's Instagram, go follow her, go check out what she's got going on there and go check out her website. You know, if you connected with her, don't hesitate to reach out. Sarah, it's been awesome connecting with you today and, and listening to your story. And I want to check out your, your book with all the poems because uh, I love poems. And I think that that would be beautiful to, to read what, what you had wrote. So thank you. It again. comes out September 16th oh. on Amazon and Barnes and oh, Noble. Yeah. Yep. It, <laughs> it'll be available in paperback for about nine bucks and a digital download for $4. So oh, very cool. 88 pages, very short read, but I think that it's a really nice take on what meditation can do in our yeah. lives. Amen to that. Well, thanks again. It was a pleasure having you as a guest. And so we'll have to keep an eye out for that book. Thank you. Many blessings to you. I appreciate thank you. you. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.